I was backstage uh, for aerobics. Is this all this about cathedrals and stages. I know, we're we're just we born doing? to perform. So- <laughs> hey everyone, you're listening to G Thanks, a Spotify original podcast. I'm Lily and I'm Georgia. Guys, this is my most favourite episode of G Thanks. You have to listen to this one. It's about your dreams, our dreams, how weird they are. We analyse them. You must listen to this one. Keep on listening. Now, me and Georgia have kept a dream journal for about a week now. Lily took the word journal too seriously. She's actually <laughs> written, them, written in a, them down in an actual book. I like, like writing. I don't know. It just feels feels nice. I've, I've I have written- so many notebooks. I need to use them true i've Sorry. written just them in notes yeah but i've i've, I've got a notebook so i'm <laughs> more prepared than you we feel like we've got so much to go through in this episode so we're just gonna jump straight into it mm. no game this week i know you guys love it but like you're gonna <laughs> love this episode make sure you listen in right to the end of this episode because it's gonna be a really fun one because we are actually going to analyze your dreams that you have sent in to us thank you so much for sending them in mm. we, we got, got like so many 300 yes. entries so thank you so much we have picked some of the funny ones some of the some of the scary ones mm. so keep listening we'll analyze your your dreams and maybe one of yours will come up in this episode. So I'm going to start off with our little, I'm excited about this episode. I'm very excited about this. <laughs> very excited. Very excited. Um, I'm going to start off with a dream I had the other day. This was before lockdown. I had a few friends over for some drinks and let's just say your girl got a little too tipsy. Um, let's say drunk. <laughs> she got a bit drunk and I had a friend over who was who was there who I had a little year 10 crush on and I think that regurgitated oh and no. came out. Oh, no. Oh, no. And I hadn't seen him in three years. And I Does just he did... listen to this podcast? I, no, probably not. Hi, Gideon. <laughs> um, I just... <laughs> yeah, my little year 10 crush, like, came out while I was drunk and I just... I um, He said... He said I can't smell like I had a diffuser on in the room and he apparently I don't remember this I don't remember this this yeah. is how drunk I was so he said I can't smell the diffuser and my friends told me that I went up to him right in his face I put my face in his face and I went <sighs> can you smell it now what the like I I don't know ew, I was drunk ew. how gross is that anyway <sighs> so I was <laughs> obviously so stressed out about that for like three <laughs> days afterwards I, I seriously couldn't sleep properly I was waking up in sweats like because it just for pure yeah. like embarrassment yeah. like the, I was mortified hearing this anyway so literally three days after I was just having dreams of of Gideon in my dreams and me apologizing to him in the dreams, like pulling him aside and being like, I am so sorry. <laughs> I am honestly so sorry. Like you don't deserve that. Like, oh, like, oh. and like just three days oh in a row, gosh. these dreams, just me trying to like um, justify, like I was drunk. I'm like, I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> just crying in these dreams. Cause I, I guess it must've just been so embarrassing to hear. Yeah. Um, also, because I hadn't seen him in three years, and, and especially like, when you don't remember it, like you yeah, I do, like yeah. I don't know how bad it was. Yeah, <laughs> but so in this dream, <laughs> and I told him about this, and he thought it was hilarious. 
Um, yeah, I, I pulled him aside. We're at the beach. We're all at the beach. It was like a few friends. Set the scene, babe. Set, set the sorry, scene. set the scene. Right, right. We're at the beach uh, with a few friends and he was there and we were surfing on these massive blow-up inflatable like oh flamingos. Like, yeah, yeah. No, but I'm saying like massive as in size of a boat, massive. Oh. Like, and these waves were huge and, and dumpy. And you could surf. And no, we were just kind of like all sitting on it in like a little circle and I don't know, playing patty cake or something. I don't know. Right. And then, um, and then it then it turned into um, like you know where how dreams like yeah they just, just turn they just turn. Then I was um, you know like a rundown hall like one of those like old like cathedrals auditioning for a play and um I was the understudy and the main role was terrible at singing and we were all around this circle and the main role was singing I'm thinking you know what I'm totally gonna get this role like they're gonna they're gonna kick her out anyway and then he walked in again and I've literally pulled him aside and I'm like I'm so sorry like I just- <laughs> like it just it's about to be your big break on stage <laughs> yeah i know it honestly it was it was really anyway it was traumatic and then i woke up in sweats right i i tend to i honestly when something stressful happens i've noticed in my life or something something just embarrassing or stressful i overthink it so much that even in my sleep like i'll wake up and um i get like night terrors sometimes yeah 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 I i've can, had a I rash so you really care i've had a rash lately because i've <laughs> Because I think it's from stress. <laughs> you realise how that sounded? You, you just yawn as I'm telling about telling you about these <laughs> night terrors. Waking up, waking up in a puddle of sweat. Yet, yeah, I get I get rashes sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought you you know like you get that from stress. I get rashes from stress, oh, like yeah. my eczema. Really, that's so interesting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know what is interesting? My dream. <laughs> Okay, go on. Okay, so yours is obviously stemmed from something. I have no... <laughs> I'm so sorry, Gideon. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I have no idea what this dream is stemmed from. So it, it's, it's got a couple of different levels with it, with him. Mm. It's, it's, a couple, it's a compiled story. It's a, it's a double episode, you know? <laughs> it's got two stories within it. So my boyfriend got knee surgery. Okay. By the way, he's fine. Yeah. His knees are fine. I thought. Okay. Are we setting the scene of the dream or like this? This is, is reality? just the dream. Okay. Then he FaceTimed me and he was like, "Oh, everyone's in the pool. I've got to go in the pool. He doesn't have a pool. Yeah. And he has his knees cut open. Like he's had <laughs> knees open when he's going in the pool. And then he's he, look. He's got FOMO. The poor boy. Yeah. Poor that's bugger. literally. <laughs> and then. It just cuts to the double episode, so it cuts, cuts to the next scene. Um, mm. And I, for, I was backstage uh, for aerobics. This all this about cathedrals and stages. I know, we're we're just we born doing? to perform. So, <laughs> so I was backstage, and we were on next, but I hadn't got my head. My hair wasn't done. Oh. I hadn't got my shoes on. Oh. They called us up, and I was shoving on my shoes. <laughs> and then we went on stage. I forgot the dance. On stage. I have had dreams like that. How scary is it? Where like where you're on stage all of a sudden everyone else knows to dance and you're like you're trying to you're trying to dance along, trying to make it look like you know it. <laughs> no, but I, I I knew it I did the old version because we changed it. Oh I see. So then I tried to make it into a little solo. <laughs> uh, because I didn't want to make it look like it actually stuffed up, so I tried to make it into a little solo and then try to pick it up anyway. And then we will look because I coach kids, like yeah. I coach kids dance. 
I was looking after them at this competition, but like I was looking after them in a field. Mm, oh. Like it was a field. Kindy patch taken a bit yeah. too far. Like right. there was just hundreds of kids in this just grass field. And I was like, okay, you guys are next. That's not how it works. It's taking free range eggs to it a whole It really other. did. I, I was did. quite confused. <laughs> and then I went to our local shopping centre and ate weird Mexican. So it was like GYG, except they had a <laughs> shelf. <laughs> GYG. GYG. Can you taste things in your dreams? GYG. I didn't eat this. Okay. So it was like a buffet, <laughs> GYG, and it had like a sales section, Oh. but it was out of date. Oh. Like they sold, they were like, yeah, this was like out of date yesterday. We're like, you're going to have it. Yeah. And I ate it. And okay. then that was it. That was the dream. Oh, interesting. So as we've both dreamed recently about being on stage, we decided to look it up because, you know, what? what does this mean? I dream about being on stage a lot. Um, I must just be born for the theatre. <laughs> you just want attention. Um, you know, my, my car is where I really bust out the um, Disney hits and I, I think, you know, I, I am. Mamma mia. If I was on The Voice, four chairs would turn, huh? Oh, my God. Anyway, um, like if they if they would allow me to bring my car on The Voice. <laughs> so we've looked it up. To dream about be, of being on stage signifies a desire to be noticed and appreciated for your talents, which I'm – so confused by because as if I don't get enough valid freaking validation online I guess for you my think talents. that you don't so. maybe I maybe I do all right maybe I do <laughs> maybe I think that I maybe I think <laughs> that my views have gone down a bit and they should yeah, they be have. a little bit higher they should be <laughs> no I appreciate I genuinely appreciate everything I have so this is really I guess maybe there's a deep underlying it thing it says if your performance is poorly received by the audience it implies that you are uncomfortable in social settings and worry that you might be rejected by those around you that's me <laughs> <laughs> it also says dreaming of performing on stage for a large audiences suggests you have a wide circle of social contacts oh honey my audiences in these dreams are a bloody stadium Oh, <laughs> she's a big star. She's a big star. Big, big show doll. Big, big show, show doll. Big show doll. Um, if your performance is well received by the audience, it implies that you feel well appreciated and liked by who you know. However, if you feel as though they did see, uh, they only see a superficial part of you, if your performance is poorly reviewed by the audience, blah, 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 yes, it, it implies that you are uncomfortable and social. <laughs> we already covered that. Okay. All right. <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to remind you. All right. How about... Um, That's really, interesting. It is very interesting, but I don't want to revisit that. So why don't we go with your, your next dream? I dream... No, I dream about being on stage a lot, but like I've, I've had... I've had like... Oh, this has just re-triggered some dream I had months ago about... Um, it was a huge, like a huge stage with like so many people that the stage had more people than the audience. <laughs> what? <laughs> and it was like some strange like musical and we were all like mm. sitting in a circle like kind of was doing Shrek some... Was musical one? I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, I had a dream where I had to write my crush's name on a stick <gasps> and knew. throw it into a field and... If uh, it came back to you, it's meant to be. Listen. <laughs> it's like a boomerang. Like a stick with like a sharp bit in the end. So it's kind of like a javelin. Oh. Like a little, like a javelin. <laughs> Were you throw. ever good at javelin no. in primary school? How oh, far no. did it go? <laughs> Hell no. Anyway, so obviously the stick didn't go very far. Yeah. 
But um, I had to, yeah, I wrote my cr- like crush's name. I can't even, I think. How do you even write it on a stick? At, it was a flat stick, Lily. Oh, like a flat, oh, I see. L- like, like a, like a stake. <laughs> anyway, and, it, and I've thrown it in this field that already had thousands of other sticks sticking up in the ground oh. with other people's crushes' names on them. Wow. And then all of a sudden, I was in a warehouse and I walked into a room with, uh, by, mind you, I have no idea who this crush was. Like, <laughs> I, I say crush, but I'm like, <laughs> it was some, like, mysterious man. What I don't know. was the name you put on the stick? John. John, or something, I don't know. Like, some... I don't know. Then all of a sudden I was in a warehouse and I walked into a room with tons of fish tanks and this girl was in there trying to get the fish out. Oh, I thought she... you meant the girl was in the fish no, tank. No, no. She was in the room with like thousands of fish tanks. Like, right. And she was in there and she she was trying to get one of the fish out with her hands because she wanted to ask them how to become a mermaid. <laughs> and <laughs> then I spent ages talking to her and like... She got emotional and I, I spent ages talking to her about the fact that, doll, you can't become a mermaid. Oh. And like I, I had you the job. You crushed her, her I dreams. I crushed her dreams and I was so emotional after this. I was had a stressful day, but I had to get to my painting job in the train station. <laughs> so on top of this stressful day of letting someone's heart down... I, I then had to rush into my painting job at a rundown train station, like underground so it's train station. Warehouse. And talking to this girl made me very late for, for the painting Did paint job. Fired? And my boss came back. Um, mind you, I've never had a bloody boss in yeah. my life. <laughs> came back and I hadn't finished the paint job in time. And then my what friend. What were you painting, Mona Lisa? My friend, Gideon, again. <laughs> this is <laughs> this bloody dude. Like, I haven't seen him in three years all of a sudden because of this stupid drunk thing. I'm stressing out about it, obviously. He's in all my dreams this week. Um, Then my – yeah, he walked in and I started crying about losing my painting job and about my stressful day with this fish girl. And then he gave me a hug and he was like, it's okay, George, it's all right. And I'm like, I just – I got her. And I was beside myself about this. Oh, my God. And that's that's where it ended. That's it. (laughs) Yeah. Now, I, I know that so, everyone is probably questioning this. What were you painting? The Mona Lisa? No, 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 no. As in, like, just repainting the wall. Oh. Like, the peeled off boring. gross wall. Of the rundown train station. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, during the whole dream, I remember kind of having to do something or get something done on my phone and I just couldn't find it on my phone. I get these dreams all the time where the whole time – I'm, I'm wanting to get somewhere, like I'm wanting to, to go somewhere, but everything is stopping me, whether that um. means that like it um, it disappears off my phone, I can't find the file, and then that stresses me out more, where's this file, I go onto my computer in the dream, it's like it's there, but then it's all written differently, like every, I don't know how to explain it. Is it Have like you those had- dreams that like you try to wake up and you can't open your eyes, those are the scariest no, dreams. No, nothing like, like that. that. I've I've had dreams like that, yeah. but I'm saying like within these dreams, it's like I can't complete something, and it's stressing me out because everything like I'm trying my best to even to get somewhere, maybe like a location, right. and I like the bus, the train, and then these all these events happen that stop me from doing that, yeah, and then right. I'm late, and but it stresses me out. Right. So much. Well, I don't I don't think it's that big of a stress. So. Um, well, let, let right. me let me analyze that, right. Lily. Let me before you let me ask Doctor Google. 
Dr. Google. Dreaming about being late for work, you could be dealing with a new pressure in your life that has to do with your life goals. For example, you might be planning for upco- an upcoming wedding Ooh. that you're worrying about and the pressure to start uh, a family. Well, well um, that doesn't explain anything. New pressure in your life and life goals. Let me try to think, oh, shit, what goals do I have? Find <laughs> <laughs> a boyfriend. Um, no, honestly... I agree with that. I, I can see that. Like um, deadlines, deadlines really stress me out and I procrastinate a lot. And maybe that's just a reflection of my procrastination in my dreams. <laughs> it's just a reflection of how hardworking I am yeah. to get that Continue. deadline. <laughs> so Dr. Google says that having a crush on a fish <laughs> means that you're literally trying to really Not in. having a crush on a fish, dreaming oh, about true. fish. Sorry. Dreaming Jesus about Christ. fish. Dreaming about fish. Can symbolise you trying to, um, you know, reel in a new prospect. Um, okay. This could be Gideon. <laughs> <laughs> enough! Enough! So why don't we interpret my dream? Poor Gideon. So coming up in the episode, we analyse your dreams and keep on listening because they are honestly hilarious. For this dream journal, I forget my dreams so easily. I think a lot of people do. Yeah. So, and then you remember it halfway through the day when you see like, someone that was in yeah. that dream. You're like, oh. Yeah. And I was worried I was going to forget this dream. It was, <laughs> it was a really good one. So I recorded it. So this is the raw audio from 3.35 a.m. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've, I've got a bit of a raspy voice. It's kind of oh, yeah. sexy. Yeah. Right, ready? I went to my cousin's house. I pulled up. These boys were fighting. I rolled down my window and said I was going to call the cops. And then he reached his hand in the... the car and tried to strangle me and stuff and then Cody Cove pulled up next to me and I said Cody help Cody help he thought it was just a prank (laughs) so if you couldn't understand what I was saying that basically I'll set the scene for you so I was driving to my cousin's house and I pull up it's night time sorry sorry set the scene (laughs) set the scene it's night time (laughs) was Gideon there (laughs) (laughs) Gideon's in the passenger seat. <laughs> We're going on a road trip. So I drove to my cousin's house. So setting the scene, cousin's house is on the right side. Left side is a bit of bush. Mm. So I, I park on the on the bit of bush and there's three guys just having a having a fight. They're okay. having a punch up. Oh. And they're near this tree and they haven't noticed me yet, even though my high beams are like, you know, shining in their face. Haven't noticed me yet. I wind down the window. I say, stop that. Or I'm calling the police. Stop it. Stop I don't it. like Guys, it. Guys, <laughs> stop it. Or I'm calling the police. Don't okay. know why I involved myself. Because Didn't to- I say? Just drive. Drive along. <laughs> Keep driving. No, but I needed to go into my cousin's house. Oh, you know, oh, so oh. I was a little scared to get out. Anyway, oh, I don't oh, really oh. wind it down my window a little bit. One, mm. of, one of the guys shoves his hand in the <gasps> window and, and grabs grabs my neck. Oh, my God. And Kinky. S- tries to switch <laughs> <laughs> tries to strangle me and <laughs> and I liked it <laughs> and then Cody Co pulled up next to me yeah and I said Cody help me Cody help me <laughs> and he drove off because he thought it was a prank oh my god <laughs> nah bro no, I can just imagine being like it's a prank <laughs> Nah. It's not a prank, dude. It's not a prank, dude. 
And I I interpret this because I've been watching a shit ton of Cody Ko lately mm. and I watched a video of him. Maybe you've just been watching a shit ton of Cody Ko and yeah, that's on your mind. But I've one of the videos in that he did was like he reacted to a prank video that wasn't really a prank. Was it like one of those Sam Pepper It's a prank, prank dude. Yeah, yeah. That went really bad. Yeah. yeah. I had a dream. It started off at the Norris Nuts house, but the house was really weird. Like it wasn't their actual house. Um it was How is it weird? How is it a weird like, house? It was it was like rooms separated by curtains. So it's abstract. It was yeah, no, honestly, that's how I'd explain Ooh. it. It was this massive house that was like so you know, kind of what they can afford now. <laughs> <laughs> like a Don't ma- they have a cooking like a house? mansion? Yeah, they just have they a literally house have a house just for just cooking. Just for cooking. And it's freaking great. Like <laughs> they are they are smashing life. Anyway. <laughs> Um, go girlfriends. Go girlfriends and, and boyfriends. And, and um, yeah, Biggie and Disco. <laughs> anyway, um, we're smashing it. But yeah, the rooms were separated in curtains. And then I asked Brooke how Sabre was doing. And for some reason, I was just in their house. Yeah. Like, just, like, just, just like just you're a part of the family. In their house. I guess maybe it's because like I hadn't seen them in a few years and I wanted to be like remembered. Like, hey guys, remember me? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what should I do to um, reco- recontact these people that I haven't seen in years? I know. Just rock up at their house. Walk in. Isn't walk it, in. Isn't the dream. Anyway, I've walked in. I've asked Brooke how Sabre was doing. And uh, she said that Sabre had died. And they were, but they were still making videos without her and they were just acting like as if nothing happened. And then, then there was this song playing through the house that my auntie, like our auntie made for her kids, (laughs) like for, for our cousins. And it was like actually a really good song. And then I don't, I don't, I don't ask me how it go, how it went. I don't know. (laughs) And then I slid down. <laughs> we see you in the sky. <laughs> Catherine Knuckles, yeah, for the legends. <laughs> anyway, um, then I slid down a fireman's pole in their house and walked out the front. Naturally, naturally, <laughs> I thought, got to get out of here. Like, <laughs> I'm fireman's not, pole. I'm not welcome. Escape route, fireman's pole. Escape route, fireman's pole. I love how you just tried to glaze over that. I went down a fireman's pole and then I. <laughs> yeah, it was in their house. Like, it, instead of a staircase, it was a bloody fireman's Fair. pole. I mean, who wouldn't? And um, I mean, it, well, that's quite appropriate yeah, for a YouTube exactly. family, isn't it? Right. That's what I was, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Um, I walked out the front of their house and all of a sudden there was a fire and everything turned into a cartoon at this stage. I dream sometimes in cartoon. No, I'm not kidding. Like when I say cartoon, I mean like, like cartoon network cartoon. I'm not talking animation. I'm talking like 2D, like looks like paper. We get it. Everything turned into cartoon when there was a fire and my auntie who would, who had already had four kids. So she wasn't my auntie now. She was some random lady who had so four kids because she had four kids not three she wasn't your auntie anymore no no no, no as in she just turned into someone i don't know anymore don't recognize right, anymore. but it was the auntie yeah yeah but so that's how <laughs> lily that's how dreams work come on like keep, keep up sorry, it's not sorry, supposed to make sense sorry um and then she was keen on having more kids but got stuck in the fire in the library in the house there was a library in the house by the way obviously right next to the fireman's pole sorry um <laughs> There was also a fireman's pole in there to escape. <laughs> Gideon also had a spare room in there. <laughs> Gideon had a spare room. <laughs> anyway, she was keen on having more kids, but she got stuck in the fire in the library in the house and saved the other kids by Aww. 
saved all the kids by pushing them out the door, including pushing me. them down the fireman's pole. No, listen, <laughs> push them out the door, shut the door. Oh, like behind her, as in like she was. She shut the door on herself. What? So she stayed in the room. She stayed in the room she with the fire. Come out. She could have come out. And then there was a massive explosion and of then fire. She died. And yes. Oh. And there was. Wow. That's prediction. So dark. <laughs> Good prediction, though. Um and. All of this was like a really strange cartoon, like a, an animation I've never seen before. And then us kids went up to check on her in the library the next day um, to like see the and damage. To see, <laughs> and Gideon. To see, to see the damage that was done. The fireman pole was still standing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and because I wanted... Uh, but it wasn't really to check on my auntie because at this stage she turned evil. Oh. Um, so I thought, and you know she what? also wasn't your auntie. But for some reason, I wanted this poem that was in the library. Oh. So we went in to get the poem. Yes, because that a poem would have be- survived. Because a the fire. poem would have hundred percent survived. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Gideon kept it for you. <laughs> Stop! Enough. He saved and it. He saved. <laughs> Um, and Sprayed I, it in fire, redundant. I wanted to see if it was still there, but we had to ask permission to take it. Ooh, of um, who? The dead auntie? Yes. Oh. <laughs> no, genuinely. We walked in and she was on the floor covered in huge vines. But in this, in fact, she'd kind of turned into the vines and ash oh. and wood. Is kind- this still in cartoon? Yes. This is like, a lot of detail. Like all of those things were making up her face and body. It was like in it was like imagination. Your imagination. Listen, it was like in one of those. uh, It was like in one of those animations, kind of like that scene out of Moana, where like the mother nature is nature. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It looked like that, Mm. and she's on the floor. Have you watched Moana recently? No, I haven't. There you go. Um, and then what do you mean? There you go. Yeah. Oh. And then we put then we put our hands on her tummy and this orange light came up from her chest. It was her soul. That is and then, literally Moana. Yeah, but listen. Sorry. Um and then her voice boomed throughout the room. Boom, uh, boom, boom. boom. <laughs> it boomed throughout the room. Um, but it was so it was really scary and it was saying, You can't take the book. And then I grabbed I that a book and I fucking ran for it. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, it was like this poem, like this book. Yeah, right. Anyway, that was that was the story. <laughs> so started off with the, the Norris nuts, ended with my auntie covered in vines. What's the moral of that story? I have no idea, <laughs> but I have had weird dreams of the Norris Our nuts poor auntie. over time. I, I watch her videos every now and then. Our poor auntie. Our poor auntie. So apparently, Doctor Google, of course, said, "Dreaming of saving a child from danger." If you dreamed of saving or protecting a child from danger, the dream could reveal that your could reveal your attempts to protect and preserve your innocence and true nature. Oh, that makes sense. What you happened? You don't want to grow up. No, I was gonna say what happened if it wasn't me that saved it. It was actually yeah, true. My auntie that sacrificed <laughs> herself and then turned into some like turned into demigod nature. of nature. How dare you betray her? Um, Moral of the story: betray your auntie by taking her poem. I want to look up. Um, what ca- dreaming in cartoon means because what I find really in- I, what I find really interesting about that dream is the fact that when the fire happened, that's when things turned into cartoon. Yeah, it was might have been like a traumatic been, thing yeah, that my to brain's try to like save you from that trauma. All right, so for my dream, I have another recording for you guys. I know that you're loving um loving hearing me um not really being able to it's put two sentences together. My friend's mum worked at a grocery store. So we were grocery shopping for her and we had to buy 20 Twixes 
and a little kid came in and wanted to buy some and and then his mum came in and chased us out of the store and <laughs> so there was obviously 20 20 twixes there was obviously more to this dream i just i'm just too tired to, to like finish and, oh yeah i got me yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the type of person to fall asleep as she's talking well yeah if it's 3am so okay i love, I love the specific Specificity. Specific. 20, 20. 20 Twixes. Okay. I think Specificity. Specificity. Okay. So those who can't interpret that. Um I basically said my friend worked my friend's mum worked at a grocery store, so we were the only ones there. Um for some reason, uh my friend I think my friend's mum had like twenty kids. <laughs> so we had to get twenty Twixes for those twenty kids. You know, because right. you can't leave one out. No. Um and then this one kid came in wanting a Twix. Um, and then his mum came in and chased us. I don't know. It was, it was a very weird dream. It was okay. a very weird dream. I don't really know how to interpret this one. Only that you did a twirl ad. Oh. And I'm thinking maybe I got that wrong twirl, and thought Twix. Twix twirl. Yeah. Um, that was the only thing I could think of. And the fact that that friend I had recently called, like we had a little FaceTime call. Mm-hmm. Um, and she just popped up in a dream. This is the last dream of ours we're going to cover and then we're going to get into some of yours. Okay, this is probably my favourite dream just because I do actually have an idea of where it stemmed from, you know? It's another recording, guys. Ooh, ready? I had a litter of ferrets living in the bottom of my cupboard and I fed them worms and they turned into worms or something and then I had a party. I left in the middle of it to see some friends I came back like everyone had left and I got really upset about it. I went in the pool because it was like George's ex was there and he gave me a birthday present but it was the wrong camera. And then we got these rings and I was like with a bunch of kids, like a bunch of other people and I got a blue ring which meant I was an empath or some shit. I don't know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so there's a lot to unpack. I can't with the first. Part. Okay, okay. I had a litter of ferrets and I fed them worms. All right, all right. There's a lot to unpack in this they dream. They into worms. So there's a lot to unpack in this dream. Okay. I was cackling. <laughs> so basically, so basically, in my dream. I had ferrets. <laughs> now, I'm guessing this comes from all those TikToks that you just see random ferrets. They come up on your For You page as a random ferret. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I had like seven of them. I don't know what For You page you were on. But and right. then I put them like in my closet, <laughs> just at the bottom, and shoved in a, like a packet of worms. It's <laughs> just like, there you go. Do you, mean, do you mean like gummy worms or like no, actual like worms? No, <laughs> worms. And I don't know. Okay, th- this is a bit of the dream. I forget, but... I just remember there's being a sheet and the worms poking through the sheet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that connects to anything, but that was also in the dream. <laughs> I, and I think it was someone like James Corden was like growing them. I don't know. 
was it? Was growing some worms in his lab. Yeah. And then I was feeding them to my ferrets. Anyway, okay, that was the first part. Don't know where that came from. Um, Dr. Google, what what happens if I dream about worms? Second part, second episode of the dream. I had a birthday party. Everyone's there. But it started at 10 a.m. I left at, at like 11 mm. and came back at 1 and everyone had left because they were too drunk. <laughs> but it was the morning. Okay. Where were the ferrets at this stage? Where were they, I think they were still in my bedroom. <laughs> um, maybe I got it for a present. Maybe say, someone gave me a ferret as a that's present. That's not very responsible, leaving the ferrets in the cupboard as you go to a party. <laughs> anyway, I came back and I was Sheesh. really upset that everyone had left. Okay. Um... But then there was an, – and my boyfriend was still there and he was hugging me and he was comforting but, me about sorry, it. Sorry, where did my ex come into play? Okay, here? so then I went in the pool, but I sat on was the pool. Was he a ferret as well? <laughs> <laughs> I sat on the pool because I didn't want to get my hair wet because there was hot boys there or something like that. But mind you, my boyfriend was in this dream five minutes ago. Mm. So anyway. Um, and then he gave me a present. And it was like this little like holder and it had this, it was a tiny holder, but then it had a massive camera in it, just like Mary Poppins bag. I don't know. Right. Um, it had like an SD card, but then this camera that didn't fit my other camera. And, um, and then you were there. I don't know. That was, that was it. Yeah. So I think that the, the birthday part came from my birthday party because my birthday party ended like quite early. Right. In terms of 18th, like it was like a, like 11.30, everyone started because leaving. Because one of your friends spewed and pissed on, on our downstairs bed. <laughs> um, that's something we don't know if I should disclose. Um, <laughs> but it ended quite early and I kind of got a little bit upset about that. So I think that's where that came from. Right? Mm. All right. And then mood rings. Yeah, what? Do you remember moon rings? Oh, God. the most. So, it was so pointless. Lately, I've been they online were just, shopping. It was just to do with heat. <laughs> Lately, I've been online shopping, and, and you know all those rings that are coming back into style that are all different colours and shit? Oh, like the little, like, uh, clay, green. clay green. looking ones? Yeah, yeah, those yeah. ones. So, I had, like, a like bunch of them in my hands. I had a bunch of them in my hands, and I had, to, I had to, like, give all these people one, right? And if you got a blue one... You get a ring. You, you get, get a ring. ring. And if you get a blue one, you're an empath, and I really wanted the blue one, because, <sighs> like, that's the best one to get. Yeah. And I gave this bitch named Becky. I gave her, I gave her a brown one, because I was bad. You're a poo. <laughs> you get a brown one? Like a little shit. Like the little <laughs> shit you are. <laughs> she was... I don't know who it was she had brown like <laughs> like black hair anyway <laughs> anyway so I gave myself the blue one obviously um so I opened my hands I I thought I had given myself the light blue one which meant empath I opened my hands it's dark blue oh what does that it's, mean I don't know but it's the wrong <laughs> shade I don't know what it means but it's the wrong shade and then that's when my dream finished that was literally last night and then you know what it was from what survivor Kara on survivor is an empath okay if that's what you think. That's where I believe it All stemmed right. from. All right. So I think everyone's had enough of our dreams because quite frankly, they're a little bit weird. So we are going to jump into your dreams. Um, if these are yours, good, good job. Good luck. Um, we have actually never, we have actually not read these yet. So this is our raw reaction. It's quite funny. Mm. Let's get into it. I'll read the first one, George. Hey, Georgia and Lily, the weirdest dream I've ever had was about me playing hide-and-seek Tiggy with my crush. What's that mean? I don't know what Tiggy means. So she was playing hide-and-seek Tiggy with her crush and Donald Trump. (laughs) What? My crush and I were the hiders and Trump was the seeker. I was basically... That would be a little bit scary, wouldn't it? 
coming to find you. <laughs> um, it was basically just us running and hiding, but at one point we got into a full-on car chase through the streets of Italy. I've never been to Italy. <laughs> Eventually, we ran Trump off the road. Yes, girl. And were able to escape. It was such a weird dream that when I woke up, I rushed to write everything down before I forgot. The experience was mostly terrifying at the time, <laughs> but very funny and enjoyable to, look, enjoyable to look back on now from Charlotte. That is so funny. That is so funny. Charlotte, girlfriend, you have a good imagination, also good political views. Yeah. <laughs> Run Trump off the road. Run Trump off the road. I hope it was like on one of the cliffs of Italy. How he like falls off the cliff, like saying like... Um, oh, the wall. We'll build a wall. <laughs> there should have been a wall there. <laughs> How would you interpret that dream? Though? Well, she's never been to Italy. I think because her crush was in it. Yeah. Is she running away from her crush? Is she a little bit scared to start a conversation with him? <laughs> Although I don't really know Maybe where Donald Trump comes Donald into Trump. it. Ooh, I don't really know where Donald Trump comes into that. But yeah. um, a like bit of juxtaposition, maybe. <laughs> Maybe, maybe Trump's a representation of what you don't want in a partner. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that's that's pretty interesting. I honestly don't even know how to how to analyze. Especially because she's never been to Italy. Yeah. But right. I mean, Let's take me to Italy, my dreams, please. We have another one here sent in from Caitlin. To set the scene, I was six, so in grade one, Mama just told me it was time I started to go to stop, drop, and go with my brother. What is that? I'm guessing that's just like the, you know, like the pick up and ride area. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Instead of waiting for her to get to, instead of waiting for her to get me from my primary school's classroom. Oh, I see. Yes. The yeah. So she just go. went to the car. I've never heard of that. Stop, drop and go. I've just heard of the drop off zone. Maybe that's Stop, in a drop and go. go. Um, I agreed. Because I, I was a big six-year-old. <laughs> I could do anything. But that night, I had this dream. Uh, there was a massive murderous boar that lived in my school's stop, drop, and go. <laughs> <laughs> What's a boar? Like one, like a, like a, that, that um, you know, Timba and Pumbaa? Out of Lion King? Oh, you mean... That brown thing. <laughs> Simone and Simone and Pumbaa. <laughs> <Timber> and Pumbaa. <laughs> It's Pumba from The Lion King. Like, it's just a massive pig. <laughs> okay, yes. I, All right, I understand now. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so Pimba was at the stop, drop, and go. <laughs> Sorry, let's just call him Pimba. Was at the stop, drop, and go zone with my brother. Um, uh, and every afternoon, the students would be eaten if they tried to go home. So, in the dream... <laughs> By Pimba. You shall not return you home. Shall not return home. <laughs> so in the dream, me and a group of my school friends would strategize how to get rid of the boar. Your, our answer? Sacrifice the weakest link. <laughs> this six-year-old. This six-year-old is already thinking our that. Answer, sacrifice the weakest link. Um I had Casually. <laughs> I had this dream for a whole week all because I felt anxious about using the stop, jump and go. Needless to say, the board didn't murder the six-year-old me on my first time using the stop, drop and go. I just love (laughs) how she's literally six and she's thinking about like what she'll have to do if the world's ending. Weakest link. Who do we eat first? The weakest link. Jessica, you're up. (laughs) 
<laughs> I just love that she's that's, six. That's hilarious. Oh my god, she's obviously not six years old now, so she's remembered this dream. Like it yeah. has obviously been traumatic. Jeez, <laughs> to remember it. I know that is hilarious. Um, I think I think just interpreting that she's obviously just scared to maybe grow up. And like, maybe there was a like a teacher at the drop off zone that was really scary for oh, kids. You know how they and she looked like a boar. Because that's not I rude. wasn't going to say that. You know, I was kind of like trying to be a nice person. Right. <laughs> I meant I like, said it. I meant like maybe there was a teacher there that like kids did not like. You know how there was always that primary school teacher who treated the kids like a freaking military? <laughs> Don't say I it. I won't say the name, but we had a teacher in our in our like primary school who dressed like she was. Like she was Mrs. Trunchbull from Matilda. Mrs. Trunchbull from Matilda. And she like treated her kids like they were in the military. Like I'm like. It's those people that you think, why are you working with children? You hate children. You <laughs> hate fair, children. Her, her kids were the most well-behaved. Thank you for sending that in, Caitlin. That was absolutely hilarious. Traumatic, uh, but fun. Yeah. Fun for right. us. You read the next one, Lil. I once had two sex dreams in the same night. <laughs> one was with my ex-primary school teacher and the other was with my ex-boyfriend. Was it the I PA teacher? I was literally <laughs> scared from Maisie. Oh, my gosh. Ooh. First off, love the name, babe. Yeah. Second off, okay, I w- I'm not going to lie. When I was writing my dream journal, I did. I skipped through yeah, the sexual I parts. Yeah, I skipped through the sexual dreams. I'm glad we were both on the same page. There was, yeah, there was some. There's a couple. <laughs> there was some parts in there that, like, I, you know, conveniently cut out. Like they do <laughs> like they do for free-to-air TV when the movie's too long. Just cut that bit out. That, that, that's not there for the plot line. That was just a little pleasure bit <laughs> for the audience. So one was with her ex-primary school teacher. So he's obviously not your primary school teacher anymore. Does that mean he was your boyfriend? Maybe like, he's a PE teacher. <laughs> of course. <laughs> you know, one of those. Like, if it was going to be any teacher, it was going to be P- Weird PE teacher. Or there like, was like that, with that weird, like, hot maths teacher. Like, oh. remember? No. Do you remember him? We didn't really have many. Well, he wasn't we didn't really have any hot teachers. Let's be honest. Yeah, true. Well, just for a little reassurance here, I think everyone has strange sexual dreams that they can't, you know, they don't always know how to um, interpret. And I think that overthinking it is probably one of the worst things you could do. Yeah, just leave it, babe. Just leave it, babe. It's it's obvious everyone that has sexual dreams. Or does this mean she needs to? Does she want to get back with her ex? Or have you ever had a weird sexual dream about one of your friends and no. you, like that you no no that you have never like that makes you feel so uncomfortable. And then you wake up and you, like, can't look at them in the eye. That hasn't happened No? To me. Now more it's going to. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> also, Maisie. I think that's normal. Okay. I Whatever mean, you need to tell yourself to sleep at night. to sleep at night. Okay, all right. All right. So, Maisie, first off, I think maybe, what if this is a sign of, like, she wants to get back with her ex? I don't know. First off, don't. Um, there's a reason you broke up. Don't mm. try. Don't try again. I'm on ADHD and anxiety medication. So you could say I've had a ma- so you could say I'm the master of vivid dreams. Yes, this is exactly what I'm yeah, talking about, yeah. Lil. Like I get strange um, sexual have you heard mine? weird dreams. Yes. I'm on the same medication as you. Yeah, but you dream about ferrets and worms. I dream about like <laughs> genitals being stuck to my body on oh, my shoulder or something. Okay. okay. A vivid dream I recently had that confused me the most was about me and my dog Bella going to the voice. <laughs> But instead of singing a song, we sung George's old intro, <laughs> the one that where you fall off the tree at the start. Oh my god, the one. Hello, that, hello, hello, hello. Do, do. Yeah, hello by Cat Empire. That was my old in, my old YouTube intro. All the coaches were different there. 
There was Harry Styles, Zendaya, Millie Bobby Brown, <laughs> Bryce Hall. <laughs> and one of my teachers, we picked Bryce Hall. What? <laughs> out of everyone, why would you pick him? I would never do that in real life. He freaks me out. <laughs> yeah, good. Good girlfriend. We walked off stage with Bryce and the last thing I remember was Bryce giving me a carrot <laughs> and saying, <laughs> welcome to the dark side. <laughs> That's so good. That's hilarious. <laughs> Welcome to the dark side. He was a carrot. He was a carrot. <laughs> I just love how the dog was singing as well. Like it was a duet. It's one of those carrots that's green inside. <laughs> <laughs> I think the first. Um. Look, Emily. I don't know how to interpret that treatment. I think that's my favorite so far. Yeah. <laughs> that's so good. We picked Bryce Hall. <laughs> you had Zendaya. You had Zendaya. <laughs> like, you had Harry Styles. I don't know how to interpret and that. Gideon. <laughs> she turned all chair. And then at the end, there's a sixth chair. It spins around. It's Gideon holding a ferret. <laughs> like feeding, a ferret. feeding it worms. Feeding it a carrot. Or a worm. Oh, she sent a photo of the dog. Oh, That's babes. such a cute dog. That is a cute she dog. She looks like an opera singer. all right so last one we have is from millie i have sleep insomnia which for some including me causes me to have insane dreams about two weeks ago i had one of the strangest dreams i've ever had it started as everyone in australia was standing at a big field wearing the same blue painter's jumpsuits Gladys Berejiklian <laughs> went on stage and announced that they were going to end the coronavirus officially by sending everyone in groups of 20 to different galaxies on different <laughs> replicas of Earth. She's onto something. This She's is actually something. a good idea. <laughs> this could, this I know. Is, Send them different gal- galaxies. We're just going to end coronavirus. We just, we just decided to end it. <laughs> <laughs> Each group would stay in a different home for six weeks and then get flown home in a rocket. For some reason, this didn't worry me at all. Actually, I was excited. (laughs) Then Gladys clicked her fingers and we were all there. I was in this mansion. If only poor Gladys could do that. (laughs) I reckon. No, that's not correct. (laughs) No, that's not correct. <laughs> oh, vaccinate, vaccinate. I was in this mansion with a few other people around my age. My best friends were there, but also some other boys that we didn't know. This dream felt like it went on for weeks in my head. Gideon. It was insane. <laughs> it wasn't that interesting until a cyclone happened. It was full on, no joke, like that scene from Wizard of Oz where the Wicked Witch was flying outside the window, then everything went black and white, just like the movie. This is the strangest bit. I was crying because I was terrified. And then Louis Tomlinson appeared and he grabbed my hand and comforted me the whole way back home. Oh, what a doll. He took me on a private jet (laughs) and I remember him giving me a Coke Zero. What a doll. <laughs> that was that was when I woke up. I would love to hear what you think this means. <laughs> I just love the detail. Coke Zero. Coke Zero. <laughs> Gave me a Coke Zero on a, on a private jet. On a private jet. Okay, I want to know, first off, Millie, I want to know if you watch The Wizard of Oz lately, if you've been keeping up with Gladys very quickly. <laughs> and you if you're on One Direction TikTok. Yeah. I think that, that explains it. That explains mm. the whole dream. Yeah. I just love how it was just like they figured out 
they were gonna they were gonna stop coronavirus. So we're just gonna stop it. <laughs> yeah, like cl- click your fingers. Let's just go to different galaxies. Also, I, I want to know: Do you get to pick the twenty people you're with? Mm. I you think know? she picked Louis. <laughs> Definitely, I'd pick him. <laughs> if he gave me a Coke, Coke Zero, obviously that's that's in the contract. Yeah. <laughs> that's in the fine lines. <laughs> But obviously, like, do you get to pick the 20 people you're with? Because imagine if it was just random 20 people. Mm. Who would you pick? Um, <laughs> Harry Styles. No, I really... Oh, oh there I, it is. There it is. <laughs> there it is. No, but I really don't know. Like, that. that's... A, I'm, I'm not even going to get into that. that. That's a hard question. That's a little bit scary. Maybe. It's a little bit It's a bit scary. You know what? I like... This one's my favourite one. This one's almost better than the singing dog. Sorry, Emily. Sorry. Wow. So, this episode was... Very jam-packed, but I loved it. This is literally my favourite episode we've done. Yeah, This one I is agree. definitely my favourite. Um, we have so many more, though. So if you want, like, maybe another episode on this one, we could definitely do that. I mean, I dream every night, so, like, new content coming your way. Exactly. <laughs> there, will, there will always be new content here. But we could even do, like, weekly, after the fanfare questions, we could do, like, dream, yeah. dream tales Sounds of our good. listeners. Because um, we still have heaps. And if you have some, send them in because we can. we might be able to read them at the end of some more episodes okay. coming up. I feel like that's with a good coke idea. zero. With a coke zero, and Louis. Louis has to be there. <laughs> <laughs> and Gideon. Gideon has to be there. <laughs> Gideon has to be there too. Gideon, guys, if Gideon comes up in your dreams, please tell us. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. And make sure you listen in on Wednesdays at 5pm for our big episodes and Sunday as well for our mini episodes. Bye. Bye. G-Thanks is a Spotify original podcast hosted by Georgia and Lily Grace, created in collaboration with Amplify. Our executive producer for Spotify is Leah Harris, and for Amplify, our producer is Michelle Melky. Original music by Tamara Violet Partridge, and our show is recorded and mixed at Amplify Studios. Follow Follow and listen listen for free only on Spotify. Spotify.